Good afternoon, it's 10 minutes past 12 here on Wednesday, the 22nd of August, and welcome to Scott's Scottish Scottcast. Um, just to talk you through the kind of itinerary for today, we've got a few subjects we're going to be going over. We're going to be having a look at Scottish sport, we're going to be looking at the breaking news worldwide, we're going to be doing a little bet section, have a little look at maybe potential betting markets for tonight, if anyone's into that, and then we'll probably call it a day for today's. So it's not be the longest podcast in the world, I don't want to bore you, I think we'll maybe take 15 to possibly 20 minutes to get through all this, so... Hopefully you'll enjoy what we've got to offer. So, welcome on board, and thanks for tuning in. This is the second. This will. This is yesterday was this our pilot trial. This is my first first podcast. So we're going from today. Hopefully you're going to enjoy it. So, first things first on the old news, we're going to have a little look at the breaking Scottish football news and the breaking well British football news as well. But we'll start in Scotland because of course it's a Scottish related podcast. So we better start in the bunny bunny banks of Scotland. Don't know why I said that. Don't know why I went. Don't know. I spent my whole life talking about being stereotypical, and then you go and say something like that. So, big breaking news: Aberdeen have rejected a three and a half million pound bid for Scott McKenna. Apparently, allegedly, Aberdeen have thrown that out. So, three and a half million. But how long could Aberdeen hold out? And do we think he'll move to Parkhead before the window shuts in just just under a week? I believe. Just under a week? No, that's nonsense. Over a week. Over a week. So do we think that Scott McKenna will move to Celtic? Do you think that would be a good move for him, moving away from Aberdeen? Aberdeen, a team that have consistently finished second, but have not really done anything. They've not won anything. They've won a League Cup a few years ago. They seem to be, you know, as Josie famously said of Wenger, specialists in failure when it comes to the big stage. Maybe that sounds harsh, but the record does speak for itself in terms of semi-finals, meaningful games against the old firm. They do tend to choke. I know people will say about the Celtic victory last season, the last game, the last game of the, the season with the 1-1-0. You know, that was the most watered-down Celtic I think I've ever seen. I wouldn't potentially be counting that as a, as, a, as, a, as a really strong victory for them. Of course, you've got to give them the three points to say they won the game. But in terms of judging their, their fight and their ability to beat the old firm, that game, in my opinion, can't be taken into consideration. Other news in Scotland is we have Kyle Lafferty apparently is moving to Rangers. So big Kyle, the man who's seven foot and apparently loves the flute, is going to be leaving Hearts to join Rangers. The 30-year-old, so still a good age, he scores 20 goals and 51 appearances for Hearts. So a good number. Uh, Lee Wallace will not be used as a make-weight for the potential transfer apparently now. So what does that mean for Lee Wallace and his career at Rangers? Is he going to be sitting out in the cold? Out in the cold, and as it gets golden, golder, he'll be further out in the cold until he's maybe one day found frozen somewhere. Or is he going to get a move or a loan deal or something to get that guy back out playing? Come on, let's let's find out. So Lafferty, six seven caps for Northern Ireland, began his career with Burnley and had spells with Sion in Switzerland and Palermo of Italy after leaving Rangers. So you forget actually, you forget he was over in Palermo and Sion. He's well travelled actually, Lafferty. But I think he'll bang them in for the Jurors. I think that. About two months ago, I would have said Morelis' future at Rangers was seriously in doubt. Didn't look interested in a couple of games I'd seen in the, in the Europa League qualifiers. But what a difference. What a turnaround. And that has got to be. It's got to be the Stephen Gerrard factor. So, another news at Celtic just now is, of course, the carry-on with Derek Boyata. Apparently, Sevilla are interested in taking him on board, which would be a great move for him and a great move for Celtic. They've got to get rid of the man. The man cost them the Champions League space. Well, maybe it didn't cost them, but he certainly didn't help with them going out, he should have played. He was trying to tailor a move, absolutely ridiculous at that time of the time of the window. The guy is a scumbag, to be honest. He shot it, didn't play, and 
you know, he's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. It's, there's no, there's no other way for it at all. Aberdeen Hearts are apparently still headed to battle for Gareth McCauley, 38 year old veteran defender, also considered by Rangers. What the fuck is that all about? Is this guy coming in to be the kit man, the chef, or are they seriously planning on playing a 38 year old in the teams that are apparently pushing to be, you know, the top teams in the league? Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Kamarnock are leading the race to sign former Dundee for Greg Stewart from Birmingham City. Could potentially be a good signing. Went to Aberdeen, didn't do much, but of course was a great player for Dundee back in the day. And could Steve Clark get the best time with Kamarnock? Well, we'd have to wait and see. And my biggest laugh, the biggest story of the day that I think is absolutely bloody hilarious, is former Arsenal captain Tony Adams has made contact with Livingston to declare an interest in replacing Kenny Miller as manager. What a bloody hard neck that man has. The state he put things at Granada, fanning about, he appears on TV and he slags this and he slags that. The man just must have no conscience at all. He can't be the man for Livingston. If they decide to have the top to him, I think I might jump in my little Renault Clio, drive all the way down to the Tony Macaroni Stadium and just say, what the fuck is going on? Burst in the doors of the boardroom and just say, come on guys, you can't seriously, seriously be contemplating taking Tony Adams on board. That's the roundup of what's going on in Scottish football so far today. So a few, a few, a few potential moves and Tony Adams potentially moving to Livingston in what is, must be the story of the season so far. So let's just have a little look at what's happening down south. Because, of course, the window being closed down there for players uh, players coming in, but of course it's still massively open for players leaving. But you would, you would imagine they would, uh, they would be reluctant to let players go. So the big breaking news apparently in the BBC uh, football just now, is La Liga captains meet to discuss concern over the game in the US. This is obviously the discussion that uh, potentially La Liga could be playing a game of football in the US next year. So, Or this season I think actually, to be honest. So Real Madrid captain Sergio Ramos and Barca captain... Barca, Barca vice-captain, sorry, Sergio Busquets will be among the La Liga players meeting on Wednesday to discuss their concern over the decision to stage a game in the US. La Liga agreed a 15-year deal with US media company Relevant at Friday. The Spanish players' union, AFE, says players were not consulted by La Liga. Footballers once again feel marginalised in decision-making, read an AFE statement. We believe that opinions are essential for the growth of Spanish people. So, do we think that's a good idea? Do we think there's the demand? Of course, the demand is in Real Madrid, Barcelona, but... You know, are people going to be caring about seeing the kind of lower, the lower legged teams, if you like, in La Liga out out in I don't know Texas or New York or whatever? Real Madrid, Barça, Valencia, Atletico Madrid, Sevilla, yeah, they jump out. But further down you go, I don't think there's going to be demand for it. But you never know. Fifteen years worth of it, you know, that might be a bit kind of overkill. Maybe a couple of years to make away with it, but. Anger, fear, and, and anger, fear, and ability. Why Liverpool's Alexander Arnold can back up the hype. So that's a section. If you want to read it on the BBC, I'm not particularly interested in going into that. But what I want to talk about in England just now is the man, the Wally with the brolly, the man who just seems to get humped and humped and humped and humped and humped. Steve McLaren, the man who gets humped, 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 humped and humped again last night. QPR nil, Bristol City three. An absolute bloody woeful result, and he must already be a man who's walking quite wounded in England. Maybe I'm wrong, but to me, if I was a QPR fan, I'd be screaming, get him out the door right now. You know, he's not a, he's not a man who's going to be popular with the fans at this moment in time. He's not a man who probably wasn't particularly popular when he's appointed, you know, due to past histories. Excuse me, I'm going to have a quick sip of my tea. 
Oh. Steve McLaughlin says he's the right man to lead QBR after he was jeered by fans in a 4 for successive championship defeat at home to Bristol City. I knew this was a tough job and it wouldn't happen overnight. Being booed is society now, it's the action and this is normal. The message is supporters and it's a difficult one, it's patience. Am I determined to put that right? Yes. Well, good luck to you, Steve. I don't think you can do it, Steve. I think you'll be sucked very shortly, to be honest. Go ahead and prove me wrong. I'm sure you couldn't care less what some idiot in the Highlands of Scotland says, but I'm just calling you out. I'm saying you will be sucked very shortly, Steve McLaren. You're not the man for the job. You need to have a look at yourself in the mirror and get yourself out the door. The players always don't respect you, and neither do the fans. Okay, so what we're going to have a little look at now is a slightly more serious topic. We're going to move away. From sport, we've covered sport, so we're going to have a little look at what's going on in the world in general. This is when things get a little bit more serious. So the top story is chilling final moments of British holdmaker Kirsty Maxwell show her return to her from Hendu in lying bed two hours before she fell to her death from Benidorm Hotel balcony. Kirsty of West Lothian in Scotland is filmed staggering along a corridor of the Palma Apartments at a Spanish resort just hours before she plunged 100 feet to her death. So obviously that was the the really tragic story. There was a very good BBC documentary on it a couple of nights ago that I haven't quite caught yet. But if you are interested in, in, in the story and and just, you know, the kind of gaps in it, have a have a look at it. It's really quite it's really, really quite good, quite worth a watch. Uh, Angelina Jolie puts her legal woes aside as she appears gleeful during outing with daughters. I mean that's not a story worth reporting, is it? I mean that's just just nonsense. Absolute bloody nonsense. Just looking through this paper here, it's just so much shit. Just a lot of it is just absolute nonsense in the entertainment section. Like, really, really dour. Uh, top, top sport headline down south. We have the class of '92 versus Man United. How legends, schools, Neville Giggs, and even Beckham have led criticism of current club, taking aim at Glazers, Woodward, Mourinho, Pogba, and more. Any wonder? And if we're talking about managers that maybe need to go, Josie needs to either. Change his style, be more attacking, be more interesting, be less doer, lighten up, or get the fuck out of the Premier League. He's starting to really annoy me. He's starting to be quite boring. Chelsea have had a very good start to the season under their new man. And Arsenal appears two defeats, same old Arsenal. But what a fucking game that was on Saturday night. Chelsea against Arsenal. It was like a game on FIFA. Goal, chance after chance after chance after chance, chance. Miss after miss after miss after miss. So, yeah, quite good, quite a good game. Uh, good result for Chelsea, not so good for Arsenal, but we'll see how Arsenal get on and we'll judge Arsenal against the teams that maybe aren't your probably bigger name teams in the Premiership. I think we'll have to, to be fair. So, what we're going to do right now is we're going to have a little look at the gambling options tonight for all you gamble heads out there. Uh, and we're going to see what's available in Bet365 in terms of tonight. So let's have a little look at what's in play at this moment in time. So in play at this moment in time, we've got the Armenia Premier League. Arsha against Aravind Yerevan. Just, I mean, there's just absolutely fuck all doing in terms of... This is the real Odex corner here. Bangkok United against Dreams SC, a World Club friendly. Never met a fan of Bangkok United. Or Dreams SC. So... We've got some tennis action just now as well, so... What I'm going to do every day is I'm going to tip up a, a little tip. You can either put it on or put it on or don't. Uh, <laughs> that's life. You know, it's all about choices. You, know, you decide if you want to put it or not. I'm going for Aston Villa to beat Brentford tonight. And I'm going for Stoke to beat Wigan. And that is a nice, just short of a 5-1 to one 
little dabble. And that's, of course, in the Championship in England. And we've got those games all on Sky. They're all on the red button. Now you think all midweek games the Championship are going to be on the TV, which is quite impressive. Tennis-wise, we're building up to the US Open next week, so that's obviously quite exciting. US Open, who are we going to pick? Who are we going to pick? Let's have a little look at who's going to win the US Open, folks. And then let's just pick a couple of pick a couple of winners out here and then see how that pans out for us. So, to win the US Open, Djokovic's favourite, Rafa, Roger, Zverev, Mari. I don't, I don't, Mari's 12th one. I think, to be honest, I'm a big fan of Mari, but I think that's probably the worst value bet you'll get all year. We don't even know the man's going to compete. He's not got a leg to go free to, to go five sets. He's not going to win the US Open. 12 to 1, stick an upper zero on it, and it still wouldn't be good value. So Djokovic, 5 to 2, Rafa, 7 to 2, Roger, 9 to 2. I'm going to stick with Novak. I think Novak's the man. Uh, and I think, although he's the favourite, 5 to 2, I believe he'll get the job done out there in Flushing Meadows. So we'll see how that goes next week. So that's my tip. Tip for tonight is, like I said, we've got Astonville and Stoke, a wee cheeky double there. And I think going forward, a 5-2 to two Djokovic to win the US Open. He'll go close. Might not win it, but he'll go close at 5-2. And that's what we're looking for is a bit of good value. So I'm just scrubbing out my, my selections there. So yeah, so that is kind of the sort of, the sort of plan of the podcast. We'll have a blather about sport. We'll have a blather about the uh, the Scottish and the, the British British sport. We'll have a little look at the, the, the bookies. Get a, get a bunker and just just kind of leave it at that. So that's episode episode one. Officially full episode one. So we're just coming up to the 14 minute mark. So I think that's about fine, to be honest with you guys. I think any longer I'd be tailing the arse out of it. So thanks very much for listening. Uh, we go again tomorrow. There'll be more chat about Scottish sport. We'll see how my double got on, Aston Villa and Stoke. And we'll have a little further look into the US Open next week, which is coming up obviously at Flushing Meadows. If you're into your tennis, we'll have a little blur about that. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a good rest of the day. Uh, I'm going to wait to tidy the kitchen now uh, because I had a nice egg roll earlier and I made a fucking... Okay, folks. Cheers now. Take care. Thanks now. Bye now. Cheers.